Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program 706, 706. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, please let us know whether you'd like to have a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. Uh, I have um, a powerful message for you today from the book of James, or the letter from James, whatever you prefer. Also, I've got music and letters. Right now, let's pray. Holy Father God, pray, Lord, that you will uh, let people know what it is that they're supposed to do. I pray that people will start seeking you rather than relying on me uh, to make every move for them and to tell them the things that uh, they're supposed to do, which things are that they, uh, which things uh, I've told them a hundred or more times uh, in just a year, uh, going back uh, 20 and 25, 30 years. I open the windows of heaven and anoint this program. Open up everyone's mind to receive the truth. Open up their spirits and their souls. Lord, let your convicting um, message uh, convince the gainsayer that this is the thing to do is to receive you as, as their personal savior. Father God, um, destroy Satan's works. Put a stop to him. Rebuke him. And open up doors for us and close every door to him. I pray these things, Father, that souls may be saved. And the church edified, I mean the body of Christ, as you know, which are the real Christians. I ask it in Jesus' mighty name, and everyone says amen. Amen. Okay, so we've got now the king's men. Uh, it's called Beautiful Home.
Praise the Lord. That was the Kingsmen. I remember they came into town and uh, wanted me to uh, do some things for them. Uh, J.D. Sumner was with them at that time. And J.D. and the Stamps were very good friends of ours. Beautiful home, Kingsmen. Um, we have another song from them at the end of the program called Saints Will Rise. All right. Well, uh, this is verse 13. Chapter 1 of James, verse 13, we'll start. I'm going back a couple of verses here. This one says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. God is the one that's tempting me. Or don't even say, you know, God is allowing me to be tempted when the Lord tells you to put on the full armor of God and to stand in defense to hate Satan. The Bible says that we are to hate every evil way. Now, this is a satanic government, and some people say, well, uh, he's preaching against the government. If it were the Lord's government, I would not be preaching against it. Nor am I telling anybody to go kill people, and I've, uh, the Bible forbids such a thing as that. But it tells you to turn your back on people that uh, approve of uh, murder, first-degree murder of children. So don't say that this is God that's telling you to do this. When you went out and fornicated, whoa, you're saying this to our little daughter who was 12 and 13 years old and fornicated 
and then got pregnant that she had to go. The school said that she should go, and the government said that she should go and have the little child murdered. This is a Satan, and I will die if I have to, preaching this in the face of a firing squad. Okay, so don't tell uh, uh, tell anybody that's uh, God that tempted you to fornicate. Let no man, no woman, no child say when they are tempted, I am tempted of God. God is tempting me to murder somebody. You liar. That isn't true. You got yourself into that mess, and now you're going to get yourself in a bigger mess with the Lord. You say, you're not in a mess with the government because the government says it's all right to fornicate. And as a matter of fact, they're handing out condoms and birth control pills to you in school. But don't say this is of God because this is totally against God. Totally against God. And God, let no man say when he is tempted, eh, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted uh, at all, because God is 100% uh, as high percentage as there is in the entire universe. He's not tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. Lord doesn't tempt you to sin. Don't be saying that because that's what everybody's saying. Now, if God was God, he wouldn't allow me uh, to be tempted like this. No, the Bible tells you how to get out of temptation. He says, flee from the very appearance of evil. Flee from it. Why? Because hell is so bad. Uh, the lake of fire is so horrible that he had to come into this world and die in order to make a way for us to be able to escape hell and the lake of fire. If he hadn't have done that, there's no possible way for us to have been saved. And so it's for sure that God, after dying for us so that we could escape hell, would ever tempt us to do any evil whatsoever. And the Bible plainly states what evil is. Read the Ten Commandments and then read the New Testament written in Christ's blood where he tells us the other um, laws, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. We're not even to look upon a woman with lust in our hearts. And it's for sure no one is supposed to be a homosexual or a lesbian because the Lord said that the, these uh, experiences, these things that he had done in the Old Testament are our examples of what to do and what not to do. Does God allow homosexuality? They're having parades now on the street in California because uh, all these reprobates, these wicked, evil people are celebrating that these, uh, whatever the law supposed to be, quote, lawmaker is, that they um, did an, uh, something that gives God another reason to pour out his wrath on the state of California, as you can see that he's been doing lately, and also other states and other countries throughout the world. So God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. 
He wants you to go to heaven. He doesn't want you to go to hell. So he gives you instructions to flee from the very appearance of evil. Don't be involved with any evil whatsoever. Well, that sounds so generic, some of you would say. No, it's that things have gotten so bad. People never used to think the way, uh, not everybody, and not as many people used to think this way, going back like 60, 50, 60, 70 years ago. I just, I never saw anything like this before until this, and I see in the Bible that these are the things that people would be doing just before Jesus comes back to earth again. And sure enough, here it is. And then it says that God will be pouring out his plagues on the earth because of the wickedness of people, and they're getting more and more wicked, and they're believing more and more in this facade called the law. There is no law anymore because the lawless one has come into the world. That's Satan. Now he's been cast down. He knows that his time is short, that he's going to hell in the lake of fire. The The devil doesn't even like me to say those words because every time I say them, I get a rush from him. Uh, or of course, most of you people wouldn't know anything about something like that because you're no threat to Satan. You've actually uh, grown accustomed to Satan's face. Yeah, you've been accustomed to the whistling and all the different things that he does. And all the, everything that uh, the laws, which are the exact opposite of God's laws. So the Lord doesn't tempt any man. He died to save your soul. And he sent us into the world, the disciples, the apostles and the disciples, and I guess I'm an apostle as well because the Lord uh, let me see him, just as he did the apostle Paul. The qualification for being an apostle is that you've seen Jesus. And to me, titles don't mean anything at all to me whatsoever. It's just that I hate uh, Satan, and the Bible tells us to now. The world has intimidated people into believing that if they hate something, even Satan, that they should go to hatred management school. Now, the only ones these uh, antichrist government agents say that should hate is themselves. They hate every Christian, real Christian person. Now, get this, that the Vatican, the Catholic cult, is not Christian. I have no doubt that there are some naive Christians in there, but they need to get out because the Lord is going to pour out his wrath on those people very bad. And so the Lord, in his uh, goodness, has uh, stated these things in the scriptures, that he's not tempting you, he's telling you, he's tempting you, he's asking you, he's warning you to get out of there before it's too late. Well, you might say, I've always been a Catholic. My mom was a Catholic. My dad was a Catholic. Grandma and great-grandma and grandpa and great-grandpa were Catholics. Well, I wouldn't care if, uh, you know, all the people in the world were Catholics. I know the Bible, and I'm not going to allow myself to do such a thing as that because I know that uh, these are the things that God hates. And he said that 
you people uh, in the in the Revelation, he says, you people are doing a, a lot of bad things. He's talking to one of his churches, but he says that um, I have uh, all these things against you, but one thing you do have is that you hate. Wow, isn't that something that Jesus is saying? That you hate the deeds, not the Nicolaitans, but you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans. You hate them, and I hate them as well, Jesus says. I hate their deeds. Well, that's what I'm talking about is the deeds of the Nicolaitans, the Roman Catholic cult. What they're doing is they're bombing countries one after the other. They're instructing the federal government, which they say is uh, under their power, to kill, to murder the people over at Waco to bomb and blow up the uh, federal building in Oklahoma City, to destroy the World Trade Center. And we see FBI agents, as many people have testified, and many people have been threatened, that they saw the federal government agents, the FBI, taking their children out of the uh, nurseries in those buildings and getting out of there, and they were actually fleeing just minutes before the buildings blew up. And so we know that they knew what was going on. And then many people said uh, um, that the FBI came to their house and told them that uh, they have to shut their mouths or they're going to wind up with a bullet in their skull. And so I know that this is the way the FBI works and also many of the government agents because they're all under the dictatorship of the dictatorship Roman Catholic cult, the Roman canon law. Uh, this has been the uh, seat of Satan for over 2,000 years uh, in Rome. They kept saying that Rome was the Holy See, but it's the most unholy, ungodly bunch of people that ever were uh, on the face of this earth. Now, uh, the Holy See. Everybody that's read the Bible knows that Israel is the Holy Land, not Rome, the Holy See. They're evil, and they want you to believe their uh, lies, because the Bible says that if you do, you're not going to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. So we see that the Lord, he says now, you cannot love two masters. You're not going to be able to love me and love Satan. Because one of us you must love and the other one you must hate. So we've got a God and a Savior that preaches hate. Hate against the uh, sin. Hate against people that preach that it's okay to fornicate and to forbid marriage. And they say that it's all right to fornicate and commit adultery and be homosexuals and lesbians. And even the lawmakers are saying I'm going to marry these people, and I'm going to marry a whole bunch of the mayor of Los Angeles, he said. He says, I'm going to enjoy marrying men with men. 
Well, they all have rights. That's the new world order, is that everyone gets to have the same blessing, with the exception of Christians, because they're preaching the word of God, and the word of God teaches us to hate uh, those satanic people. We're to hate them. Uh, the, not them, but the deeds that they do. And so the deeds that they do cause their heart, their bodies, their spirits, and their souls to spend eternity in hell and the lake of fire. And so they think that everything is all right and that God is going to get slack in his law. And I can tell you that the Lord is a very good God because he's warning you, he died for you, and he rose from the dead, and then he ascended into heaven for you, and then he became the Holy Spirit. He became the life-giving spirit that will enter into you if you ask him to. And he's not tempting you to sin. Don't say what the federal, uh, the supposed to be federal government or the one world government or this quote supposed to be new world order. This is not order. This is disorder. It's incredible. They're throwing people in prison for things they didn't do. So the people that this government is against are righteous people. They hate anyone that preaches the true word of God. And don't think I don't know it. And don't think I don't know that you people are planning to have me assassinated. It wasn't just Clinton. It was the Pope that told him to give orders because he doesn't want to take the heat for it. The Vatican wants you to think that it's Snow White with his evil little dwarfs. He doesn't want them to be known as that. So he has them walking around in robes uh, with a very uh, somber face. But now they're even leading homosexual parades. Uh, we know that the uh, cult uh, is um, evil because they have uh, destroyed hundreds of millions of young boys and girls' lives by molesting them when they were just tiny little tots. And we know that they're homosexuals. Uh, there's so many people who have had encounters with them that there isn't any doubt. And I, I was the first one to preach this on a grand scale. And now, uh, just a few years ago, you've seen that these things are absolutely true. And yet you insist on uh, going against God's order and going into that cult and believing what the cult says. They, they even say such foolish things as that there's, uh, it's all right to believe in uh, aliens uh, from uh, other planets. There's no such thing like that. The Bible plainly states that he put the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, the galaxies in the kingdom of heaven for us yeah, throughout all the heavens. But, verse 14, every man is tempted. Here's how you're tempted. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. Okay, now there's a lot of people on earth that are helping you be drawn away of uh, your own lust because it's the Vatican also that is the front runner of all these homosexual films. They run the television stations 
and they have the channels on there. They also put up uh, the signboards with all these nude pictures. And uh, when you're walking, watching regular commercials uh, and your children, all of a sudden here comes some lewd-looking sensual thing that your sons and daughters have, who have never been preached to or taught anything of to flee from the very appearance of evil, they just sit there. And those scenes go into their soul, right through their eyes and into their soul. And then the filthy talk that's going on. Now, if Bush was really the president of the United States uh, and not a puppet uh, for the and a sounding board for the Pope, and he was a Christian, he'd stop all that stuff. I decree a law that there's no more of this stuff. If I was president of the United States, how long do you think it would take me to put the skids to pornography and to uh, these condoms and birth control pills in the um, schools, the public schools? These public schools are run by Catholic priests and nuns, and uh, they are the ones that... uh, Whenever your uh, child runs away from home or something, they put them in with these reprobates as though they're, now they can eat potato chips and now they can watch movies and that's just where we want you. That's just where the devil wants you to, uh, your children, to be in these what they call foster homes. And then there's the, uh, these what they call the brothers and the big brothers and the big sisters that are homosexual outfits. And they say, they encourage you to let your children go with them because they're very skillful at uh, leading, tempting people to draw them away. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. But we didn't have any lust in us, the kids would say, well, yeah, we know, but when you went with Big Brother or your Big Sister, they started teaching you about uh, some perverted birds and some sticking weasel bees, the birds and the bees. And so they lead you, it says. You're drawn away or led away of your own lust. And enticed well how could you be enticed if there wasn't anyone to entice you you stupid geese what do you think okay verse 15 then when lust has conceived into your little mickey mouse brain and into your mickey mouse heart it brings forth sand Well, what's wrong with sin? Our father, the devil, is a sinner. Yes, he is. And uh, he's going to hell in the lake of fire, and so are you with him. So it bringeth forth sin, lust does, when it's conceived into your heart. He fornicates sin or lust into your heart. It enters in, he entices you, and you with your little Mickey Mouse brain Go for it, instead of doing what the Lord says, to flee from it. If you flee from enticement, then how can you be enticed? 
Amen? Amen. But you just leer at it. <laughs> you just leer at it. <laughs> when lust has conceived in your wicked heart, it brings forth sin. And sin, oh my God, when it's got to the point where it's sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. And I might add from all the other scriptures that death, hell, the lake of fire, permanently, that's forever. Okay, now it's verse 16. Do not uh, err or sin, my beloved brethren. Don't. Verse 17. Every good gift. Now God is giving you good gifts. What you're getting today is a good gift from the Lord. This is not an evil gift that I'm telling you. This is a good gift to tell you how to get away from sin and from uh, lusting and leering. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, from heaven. Anything that you receive uh, down here from the Vatican and the whole, they have, they're really well organized with their sinfulness and they're sowing lust into people. But the people that are of the Lord, they're sowing good gifts into your heart, into your soul. And every perfect gift is coming from above, from heaven, and cometh down uh, from the Father of lights. Well, whatever is light is not darkness. Now, everybody's going for darkness today, and that's how bad. It's gotten more and more wicked as the years roll by, but now everything is dark. It's cool uh, to be, uh, you know, into darkness rather than light. Because when you can't see, and you're going about, you're blinded by Satan, and you're going around this world stumbling, and you're making so many mistakes and you're falling into ditches, into pits. But uh, every good gift, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from heaven, from the Father of lights. He lightens up everyone's life. I love that song that Debbie Boone sings. You, Father God, light up my life. You lighten it up. So uh, I have a life now. I have a permanent life in heaven. If I continue fleeing from the very appearance of evil. Not just evil, but the very appearance of it. Oh, you people. Throw away your porn magazines and turn your rotten television off because you don't know what they're going to throw at you. You could be watching the news and they're going to have somebody spread eagle uh, for a commercial and they're going to start talking about different people's, uh, the genders, different problems that they have with their genitals or their genitalias. And the young son or daughter's listening to this garbage and you let them. Because you want to be cool. If you want to be cool that way, you're going to wind up in a lot of heat.
So uh, all the gift is uh, from above. Every good and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. He illuminates your light so that you don't stumble anymore. He lets you know uh, what's going on in the world and how to get avoid it. He says, this is the day of temptation. And he says, he will keep you from the day of temptation for those of us that love him and keep his commandments. But, um, so when the Lord speaks about hatred, you say, I preach hate. And those of you that don't preach the hate against sin, why, um, there's problems with you. You think that it's all right to just love everything that people do. And you try to make it look as though we hate the people just because we hate the things that they're doing to our children and to the people of the world. But we don't hate the people. If I hated them, I wouldn't be on worldwide radio teaching people that have been lured by Satan into sin. Because sin bringeth forth, uh, when it's finished, brings forth death. So every good thing, so these things that I'm saying to you are coming down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness. He's not going to change. You might as well know that right now. There's not going to, he doesn't, uh, he isn't variable. What he says will stand yesterday, today, and forever. No variableness whatsoever. Neither shadow of turning. He could turn to the left, he could turn to the right, he can turn backwards, forwards, and he just illuminates light every way he turns. So there's no shadow with him. Verse 18, of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. And so God is good. And so this is a real good gift that he begat us. Uh, he, we became born again by him uh, his sending down his word to us uh, to prove that he loves us. And his word is Jesus the Lord. He sent his word from heaven down to us, and he lived a perfect life in a human body. And then he um, allowed himself to be murdered, nailed to a cross, nailed his hands and feet and his side. And people say, oh, we saw uh, this movie and what Jesus went through for us. And now we can sin and do everything. It's a dirty lie, don't you know? God hates sin and sinfulness so much uh, because it sends everyone's souls to hell that he came down to earth and he died on the cross, a horrible death, to prove to you how horrible hell is. If hell wasn't that horrible and the lake of fire well, then why did he come and die? I mean, if everything is going to be just fine after you die, you croak. No, he let us know by this uh, punishment that he took. His beard was ripped out of his face. He was uh, beaten, 
with cat of nine tails. He was beaten and punched. My brother Danny had a vision of that. He saw these red, hairy fists punching him in the teeth and punching him in the stomach. And uh, he became so marred that people couldn't even tell if it was a human body hanging on the cross. That's why these movies, they don't depict what he went through for us. So of the, his own will, begat he us with the word of truth, which is the word of God. Christ is the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Because we're his creatures. Everybody was created by him, but we are his creatures who go along with him. We believe we go along with his word. Well, it sounds so severe. I mean, people can go to movies, can't they? Oh, yeah, they can. But when the Bible tells you, you can fornicate, too. You can commit adultery, too. You can be a lesbian, a homosexual, too. But you're going to pay the price for it. Now, the Bible says for us to keep our minds on the Lord uh, 24 hours. How can we do that? Well, he did, and the apostles did, and I do. I keep my mind on the Lord because uh, he's the one that has salvation. Why should I pay attention to a movie with a bunch of homosexual movie people, lesbians, they're all bisexual or, or uh, homosexuals or lesbians? And they're on drugs. There's some weird thing they're doing that is against God's word. So we're of a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Now, everybody, every man, woman, and child are his creatures. But we, those of us that have accepted his word, Christ, we are the first fruits of all his creatures. Verse 19, wherefore, my beloved brethren... Brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Well, could we watch movies? You know, we can listen to these uh, different people. And my little children, uh, you know, they love the chipmunks and Dumbo and Bugs Bunny and all these other characters. But they're fictitious characters. Why not take the time to let your children hear the truth? One of the people in my church, who was a truck driver, called up and said, can I take my children on the truck with me? And I said, sure, go ahead. And they said, can they listen to uh, Zane Gray and to other? I said, as he said, so that it's not boring. I said, what's your story, man? I mean, you're in the ministry. Uh, do you find the word of God boring? Did Jesus uh, go to uh, movies? Uh, did the apostles or the disciples? How could a person keep their mind on the Lord all the time if they keep going to movies? Oh, why, you're not of the world. Amen, brother. Amen. Sister, amen, reprobate. <laughs> 
Amen, uh, homosexual. Amen, lesbo. Amen, adulterer and fornicator and thief and liar. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm a person that loves the word of God because it's uh, the power of God unto salvation. So wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear the word of God, that is, and slow to speak, slow to wrath. What does it mean, slow to wrath? Well, the Bible says vengeance is mine. Now, we can hate all these things, but we can't pour out our wrath on them. We can pray to God, Lord God, you know, we're in a position here where these people are uh, telling every kind of lie about us on television, on radio, and uh, in magazines, and in newspapers that they've done for years. Do something, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Now, you see me wearing the whole uniform form of God. I know your word, and I'm using it. You told me to teach the word to people, and you must like the way I do that, or you wouldn't have told me to, commanded me to teach. And so I know uh, as much when I first was a baby Christian, a new Christian, I wanted to take wrath out. And I told Susie, man, I just hope that when I get to heaven that the Lord will allow me to get one of those... uh, Thompson submachine guns and loaded with 150,000 rounds or more and just stay there and pump all those rounds into Satan's brain. And she just laughed. Of course, I was a baby Christian then. And she says, Tony, don't you know that that wouldn't hurt the devil? Killing as uh, the devil or putting rounds into his brain. He's a spirit and the bullets will not hurt spirits. Like when, you, when people are murdering people in the world, their spirits leave them. And their bodies are laying dead, but their spirits leave their bodies, and they either either go to heaven or hell. And so I says, you, well, how do you hurt the devil? Preach the gospel. Preach the word of God. There isn't anything more. And pray always, because the gospel tells us to do that. And that's how you hurt Satan, is to preach the word and teach people and to resist Satan. And when we do, you shouldn't be afraid of Satan, because when you resist him the proper way, that's why you need to learn the word of God, because the word of God tells you how to resist him. When you resist the devil, he will flee from you. Now, you may think of yourself as a Casper milk toast, but... He will run when you start exposing him, when you preach to him, when you resist him with the word of God. Like uh, the devil came to the Lord on the mount. He says, uh, I know you're hungry. He says, take these stones over here and make them into bread. Well, he's tempting the Lord because truly the Lord was hungered. The the Bible says so. And uh, Jesus says, he started resisting him. Well, you know, the wrestling match? No, with the word of God. That's a wrestling match. He said, man does not live by bread alone. I'm operating under the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to fast until my Father in heaven tells me to stop fasting. I'm not listening to you. So there, in there, he's resisting the devil. 
Uh, then he tells him other things. He, he's promised him the whole world if you'll just fall down prostrate before his feet. And he says, I'll give the whole world to you. If, okay, and he's told the devil to get behind him. He says, now, he says, throw yourself off this cliff. He says, your father will send bands of angels to catch you up so that you don't dash your feet and other members of your body on the stones down below. The Lord will do that. It says so. And the Lord tells him, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. And it's written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. A lot of people, they have churches where they do things in there like they'll play with rattlesnakes and a lot of them get killed. Because the Bible says that if a snake bites you, that uh, you eat some poison, and so they play with snakes and they eat poison and they die. That means like the Apostle Paul, he was almost blind and he was throwing the fuel in the fire and a viper came out and bit him. He didn't even know what it was. He just shook it off in the flames. Thought maybe it's a spark or and uh, something else. But uh, we don't, uh, the Lord never re, uh, received anything from Satan, but he resisted him with the word, because the word is more powerful than what he's uh, tempting you with. The word is the most powerful force in the world. How, how do I know that? Because the Bible says that the Lord created the entire heavens and the earth with the word. Amen? Amen. And the fullness of everything in the world. So um, it says, be slow to wrath because... Uh, defend yourself with the word of God. Don't kill. Vengeance is mine. Don't worry. I'll take care of this guy or these women or these whoever it is. I'm. Go they're going to have to stand before me. But Lord, they keep going. You know, our lives are like vapors, like grass, like shadows, and we're going to be standing before the Lord before you even know it. And all these people that are bugging you, pray to the Lord. And ask him to destroy these people that are uh, tempting you and these people that are uh, telling you that you shouldn't have hatred uh, for the things of Satan. They're the haters. We're not killing, murdering anybody. They're the ones doing that, and they're the ones teaching our children to commit sin. They throw sin in their faces all day long and all night long. And there's families that have, you know, the children might be very good and they don't watch TV or anything, but the fathers or the mothers or their sisters or brothers might be weasels and they might take a little girl and do things to her and it shocks her into insensibility. Well, uh, let's see. Now, we're on verse 19, and we do have some letters here. I could go on and on, and I'm going to go on. I'm going to continue this message tomorrow. From James. I don't believe any of you ever heard it on this wise, have you? No. No. That's for sure. They just read it, and they don't explain the details behind the scenes. All right, where's the first letter from? 
from El Monte, California. All right, let's hear it. Pastor Tony Alamo, thank you for all your wonderful messages. They are very powerful. It's as though the Lord talks to me through them. I seem to get an aha when I listen daily and then read the Bible, receiving nuggets of valuable information when it's combined with your message. I get stronger in my Christian walk. It's now time to start producing fruit, spreading the word of God. Amen. That's your defense, the word of God. Then what? I would like to distribute the booklet, The Messiah, and King James Version Bibles. I am sending $500 to contribute towards the cost of spreading the Lord's word. Thank you, Tony, for all your strong words and leading the way to the Lord. Sincerely, Jeff Margette from El Monte, California. Praise the Lord. That's a wonderful tithe. We <laughs> rarely get a tithe that size, okay? But the Lord keeps uh, sending in, um, giving us different jobs to do, and we're able to keep uh, the uh, program on the air, and we're able also to get the uh, tractor-trailer loads of paper, and we have our own printing press, and we print uh, up the literature, and we send it out into the world with a bunch of our people. We've got like an army of people that distribute literature everywhere. And we have distributors all over the world. Then what? From Oyo State, Nigeria. Okay. Dear Pastor Lamo, greetings in the name of Jesus. First of all, Pastor, I would like to thank you for the material you have sent to me. May the Lord Jesus bless you abundantly. Pastor, your newsletters have had great impact in many people's lives. In fact, many people have been converted through your literature. As I have promised to do according to Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 through 20, I was busy distributing those newsletters. I even made photocopies of some, especially brace yourselves. Thanks for sending those wonderful materials to us. Also, Pastor, my God will continue to bless you for your success in Africa. And if there is any other thing to let people know how powerful our sweet Jesus is, please send them, including t-shirts, the Messiah books, and some more of your literature. For the new believers are so many, and still I continue to bring souls to Christ. Lastly, extend my greetings to all the brethren who work with you. May God bless you, yours in Christ. O Baba Jai from Oyo State, Nigeria, Africa. Praise the Lord, brother. And listen, uh, don't uh, don't listen to this garbage that they're preaching to you about a, uh, anger management. Be ye angry at the devil, but sin not. Don't be angry at the Lord. Well, my time has run out on this program, but make sure you tune in tomorrow for another uh, con- for the continuation of this message that the Lord has given me. And so, um, if you want to be, if you're really angry at the things that are happening today, then let's invite the Lord into your heart because he'll give you power over the enemy. And his word is powerful. It's holding this universe up and getting the earth to spin around as many um, times as it does, uh, And the way to start out is the word, is to believe on the word of God. And he says that if you call on him, he'll save you. Everyone that calls on him, he will save your soul. Now just say this prayer to the Lord so that you can be saved. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood. 
uh, so that I could escape hell, that every sin that I've ever committed in my life will be washed away and drowned in the sea of God's forgetfulness. I opened the door of my heart, and I believe that, Father, you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. Your word says so. It says, all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me. And I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and give praise and honor and glory unto the Lord. Just thank him and praise him and give him all the glory. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 706, 706. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message of the truth, the Word of God the only truth in the entire universe. And here's the Kingsman again to sing for you. Uh, Now that you're a saint, they're saying to you, the saints, saints shall, or the saints will rise.
for ransom so that you can join that band. Saints will rise. Saints will rise. Saints will rise. Saints will rise.